This is another episode of the Brotherhood, Two Ordinary Capuchin Brothers Extraordinary Conversations. Yeah, that brother's name is Brother Brandon Berg. What's hey, up, man? How are you, bro? Could you say that a little faster? That brother's name is Brother, that brother's Brandon, name is brother Brandon Berg. Yes, that brother's name is Vincent Mary. <laughs> you got to say it fast, Carrasco. though, bro. Yeah, you can slow it down. Yes. That brother's name is Brother Brandon like that just <laughs> rolls off the tongue. Your yeah, name. His name is Brother Brandon Berg. I just your it name. Nice. It's just like. <laughs> it does like, Brother Brandon. That brother's name is Brother Brandon Berg. Oh. That brother's name is Brother Brandon Berg. It's America Rasco. It's America. Ba- See, it's the same <laughs> thing, bro. My own <laughs> name rolls. Like, sounds good. Sounds name. good. Yeah, it sounds cool. Very nice. Like you yes. have a nice name, bro. I like your name. Thank you. Thanks, mom, for my name. It is Thanks, nice. Mom, for my you name. are correct. Yes, our name. Our family does the bees. Bob Berg, Barbara Berg, Brandon Berg, uh, Brenda Buckles, Billy Buckles. I like I like your signature because it's like BBB and a yeah. dash right through. So it's <laughs> easy to forge. You don't know that, but I've forged your signature like yes. about 18 times already. Get her done. BBB and put a line through it. Get her done. But uh, so how how did you how did your family name you? Why why did did you ever hear that story? Why did your why did your parents name That's you? That's a good question. Uh, I know. I think it was just the the saint connection, and our family already had the B. Like sh- she, her maiden name was Buckles. Buckles. So. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Buckles, but it's like Buckles. Right. B u c h h o l z. Oh, okay. And her, she's Barbara, and her brother was Brenda, and her brothers were Billy and Bobby. Brenda, Bobby, Billy. Buckles. Buckles. Yep. That's cool. Yep, and then. Um, her dad was Bill William Buckholtz. So, yeah, just had the bees. So we just went with the bees, and she married a guy named Bob Berg. So he had two bees. So <laughs> I was destined for the bees. The killer bees coming to the get The killer me. bees, bro. Yes. We got murdered. The killer bees, bro. They That's your family's me. name, the killer bees. And then bees. I think if I was going to be, if I was a girl, I think I was going to be like uh you are Either like Bridget or Brigitta or something like that. I uh, can't remember exactly. Bridget, yeah, I know a couple Bridgets. And yeah. then, uh, yeah, I turned out a male of the species. So yeah. I got uh, Brandon is the anglicization of Brendan. <laughs> Say that word again, yeah, bro. Like anglicized. Anglicization. Yeah, something like that. Cool. So Brendan is the Irish saint. Nice. But Brandon is one of the ways it can be. Sp- yeah, with the name. In English. That's cool. So I got mine. <coughs> Vincent, yeah. What's up, Vincent? Uh, apparently it means uh in Italian or in Latin con to conquer, conqueror. Oh sure. Vinny Vinny Vici. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um I say that when I walk in all the parties, yeah. you know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh the cool story is my dad told me this later on in my life that uh you know, I'm a miracle baby. A lot of people don't know I'm a miracle baby. Uh, like my my parents, they weren't able to conceive, mm-hmm. so I'm the I'm the firstborn with uh you know from my mom, my mom and dad, uh wasn't able to, they weren't able to conceive, mm-hmm. um and there's a cool story actually connected with uh, John Paul II. My mom had a uh, an uncle who was a deacon, and he went to 
Rome somehow got okay. a chance to go, you know, into Rome. Um, got a chance to like visit with JP two or something uh-huh. happened. With, like he blessed him or something. Sure. I forget, you know, cool. um, and he told JP two, like, you know, my niece is not able to conceive or something like that. And he, and some, something cool sure, happened. Sure. And he gave them her a blessing and oh, I'll give her a blessing and you know, she'll be fine. And here you are. Whatever. And like a year later I was born Wow. And um, they name me Vince, Vincent, the Conqueror, yeah, or something cool. like that. So, huh. but it's a pretty cool story. I don't know. Don't, I don't. Yeah, it's on a podcast now, bro. It's on a podcast now. Though. The whole world can listen. Y'all to Y'all heard it, man. Yeah. But so no, just don't walk around the friary calling you Miracle Baby, Miracle Baby. That would no, be super annoying, that'd be and stupid, weird. huh? Yeah. Okay. But I like Vinny though. Vinny's cool. You know that yeah. kind of stuck in college. So. Yeah, yeah. Vincent is cool too, but yeah, Vince Vinny's cool, like yeah. the the. I always know when I'm in trouble because, like, my, you, you get know, the I get the Vincent, and I'm like, oh crap, <laughs> yeah, what do I do? See, in college, uh, no, hardly anyone called me Brandon. It, it was always yeah, Berg. Oh, Berg, yeah, yeah. Iceberg. You got just like nicknames, yeah, yeah Iceberg. Mostly. I mean, the ice. There was all the variations. There was Bergalicious. Yeah. There was Iceberg. Oh, day, that yeah. was previous <laughs> life, right? Yeah. Before remember, I was a fryer, Bergalicious. Remember, uh, Whoa, remember Fergie. Yeah, I remember. She did Fergalicious, so they're yeah. like, oh, Fergalicious. Yeah, what? That was a lot I of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Bro, so that's a, a cool, like, a that's a good now. segue, though, like, the individuality of our names, of our names and, and, like, the individuality of our beings, also, like, in tandem with stuff? the individuality of our call yeah. from our God to serve in this particular way of consecrated life, so... Yeah. Why don't you begin by hitting our listeners with a little brief uh, synopsis of, of our how life. Vincent was called to the Capuchin life. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and I'm glad we're doing this because we've gotten a lot of uh, questions. You know, people have been asking for our vocation stories, and so this is it right here. We're happy to share with you our life. So, but um, so you got the name Vincent. You know, um, that's me. But um. Yeah, man, and and um, I guess early in my life, uh, you know, I I was, you know, born Catholic, raised Catholic. You know, uh, my my both of my parents are Catholics. You know, um, but as I as I say a lot, like my a big conversion for me was watching my own father go through conversion, mm-hmm. um, and so that that really was a life changing point for me and I didn't know it until I got older you know um so yeah m- my uh, dad was in an accident and I was like 12 at the time you know and then um uh pretty life-changing accident for him um but I remember him coming home you know after the accident he okay. uh yeah and him just kind of being a totally different person from what I had had seen you Whoa. know um like in a better way right in a better way okay. a positive way you know and so I think, you know, seeing that it like really allowed me to, you know, grow spiritually. Mm. It helped me grow spiritually, you know, because he was, you know, God is this, God is that, you know, read the Bible, let's read the Bible, you know, and, you know, like his faith completely 360 mm. turnaround, you know, um, or 180. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, so that helped me out a lot. And so right after, you know, I started you know i I was going to youth group started with middle school Mm, you know just kind of present you know going on a lot of retreats conferences 
you know and uh, i was dating at the time mm -hmm. you know middle school which is not really dating you know sure. <laughs> but just kind of call Hanging it that out with your friends yeah you know and um but it was pretty sweet man it was pretty because like you're there and you're experiencing god um but you don't really know it you know like you're just kind of there oh, sure yeah and and um gotcha. so and i like to say that like God was making himself known to me. Like, I wasn't even aware of it, you know, until I got to high school. Um, and so ended up breaking up, you know, with my first relationship. And, but it was something there that, like, drew me, you know. Like, I, I, I had a love for the church that was, you know, growing on my own. Like, I started to recognize that, you know. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, I just had this desire, like, to serve God. Um, to be more faithful in the church, you know, so I, I, I stayed in it, stayed in youth group, stayed in like, you know, being active, you know, going on retreats and mm -hmm. conferences. Like all through high school. Yeah, right? all through yeah. high school, you know, a lot of mission trips. And those were the, oh, the nice. most, uh, yeah, those were the most like impactful for me, you know, just, uh, I had to, just the grace, the, the, the blessing of being able to go to like, New Orleans after Katrina oh, cool. um, and helping out, you know, uh, we did a lot of like service trips, local ones, you mm, know, like you're painting cool. ladies' houses nice or shirt. pulling weeds or yards, cleaning yeah. up. Yeah, all those, you know, and then, you know, going to Honduras on a mission trip. Um, and, but yeah, it was life changing, bro. And, and I think God grew, allowed my, my missionary heart uh, to grow, you know. Mm. Um, and so, but I remember being in Honduras and we were walking through the village one, mm -hmm. um, I think I told you this story, but yeah, we were walking through a village and, uh, the priest was like, yeah, you know, these people are lucky if they have mass once every three months, you know? And I remember that like hitting me very hard, yeah. like what, like, wow. you know, and I had just started to grow a love for the Eucharist, you know, um, just got over that hump of like is this really god you know that, all those mm -hmm. questions that you have in middle school high school whatever um but yeah and i remember that being like very disturbing for me you know mm -hmm. um and almost like if there was a a gap that needed to be filled you know what i mean oh, sure like this <gasps> yeah. is me you know Something like needs to be done yeah that you have that yeah um but we did a lot of work I there um, you know, that experience has always been stuck with me. And, you know, throughout the week, we we did a lot of work, a lot of uh, service projects, um, building houses for the Honduran mm -hmm. people, you know. And uh, I remember it also, like, experiencing their joy, like, their their happiness um, in, in the midst of their poverty, you know. Um, yeah, and cool. so there was a part of, you know, that missionary desire to be a, you know want, uh, like i wanted to be a missionary and i also wanted um simplicity like the way they had simplicity mm. you know and i wanted joy like the way they they had joy mm. you know and and i knew that it was different from the joy that i was experiencing mm. you know um and for me it was like you know i got back from those mission trips i got back from those conferences and retreats and it was like you know friday night saturday night like I'm going out drinking, sure. I'm going out partying, you know, smoking. <laughs> like and nothing ever happened. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and it was pretty hard. Like, I, and we'll go to the store, and we're like, yeah, let's go get beer, you know. And I remember, like, like, dang it, what if, you know, like, so if somebody from the church sees me or whatever, you know, you're just like hiding, 
And so I learned really quickly that I was living the double life, you know, and that has been oh, going yeah. on. I mean, that carried all the way through even, you know, um, till I joined the Friars, you know, just like that double life, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I, I felt that God was calling me into a greater, you know, just a, a, a service, you know, and, and I, I was able to, you know, discern that, like, God was asking me to be a, a, a missionary priest. I felt early on in my vocation, God mm -hmm. was asking me, asking me to be a missionary priest, um, serving these people through the heart and hands, you know, of 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 a, of a priest, you know. Nice. Um, and so that kind of pushed my vocation. And so, you know, I ended up going to college, um, got a scholarship at St. Gregory's in Oklahoma, you know. I uh, met a lot of people, you know, along the way, even, you know, after high school and into St. Greg's. I went to another school before St. Greg's, and that mm. didn't work out. Um, but, you know, long, you know, the shortened version is I I, I um, applied at St. Greg's, got accepted, you know, got was able to get a scholarship under JP2, which was pretty cool, too, man, because, you know, the whole story with JP2 oh, being an influence. Birth, yeah, yeah with sure. my birth, you know, and... So JP2's words, you know, very specifically, like, be not afraid, have mm -hmm. always been kind of mm -hmm. resonant in my life, you know. Definitely. But as usual, you know, you get to college and it's like, sure. you forget everything, sure. bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Parents aren't around. Yeah, friend, you're on your own, you know, you just forget yeah. everything. You don't and, know anybody in town. And, like, that double life was more prevalent, you know, mm -hmm. like, it was more there. Um, you know, I was going to student mass, you know, but just, like, a rock star on the weekends you know like during the week you know um but yeah and 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 i think very powerful like moment in college was just me realizing that i was representing the wrong thing and i had been for a long time you know mm -hmm. um yeah and like one of the most powerful stories and i don't say this story often um, for me and like the way that I realized that was I remember you know I remember being at a party at a friend's house and um, like there was a lot of people I think it was like a New Year's Eve party mm, or something yeah. you know and there was dr there was drugs you know there was cocaine you know everything and like I wasn't you know doing coke or anything but I, it was there you know sure. I remember and I remember I was talking to this girl and she was really beautiful, you know, he's just connected, you know, um, and we just started talking about life and just started, you know, just connecting, you know what I mean? We're talking about music, sports, everything. Um, and uh, in the court, I get, you know, we started talking and kind of in the end of our conversation, she was like, hey, like, yeah, do you know where I can get some blow, you know? Um, and I knew I knew one of my friends who had the house, and I was like, "Yeah, like my boy over there, you know." And I was like, "Hey, you know," I hollered at him, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Right over, hey, like she wants some blow, bro, you know." And uh -huh. and he was like, "Yeah, all right, cool." And you know, he like called her over, sure. and I never saw her again. Like oh, that wow. night, you know, I never saw her again. And um, I remember, you know, had the party, whatever. And I I woke up the next morning, and I was like. You know, hungover, and I remember just like, what was like, what did I do? You mm. know, like I just, mm. I, you know, instead of leading this person to, mm. to life mm. and Christ, and you know, I'm, I'm, I was leading her into a culture of death and destruction. Wow. You know, and that was very powerful for me, bro. Like, 
I realized very quickly that dun, like, dun, dun. yeah, you know, <laughs> like, I, man, and there was just a whole lot of other experiences. But mm. I think, you know, among all those, that one was pretty big for me, you know, and helped me to realize, like, you know, I, I'm I'm representing the wrong thing, you know, mm. and a lot of my friends were, were, you know, able to point that out to me, too. I'm thankful for them, you know, like there was a couple of times in college and I had like uh just getting both out of jail you know mm. and them like sitting me down and just being like hey bro like what are you doing <laughs> like we know that you love god we know that you love christ and yeah. we know that you want to be a priest yeah. like what are you doing to your life wow, you know why are you doing this great. and so yeah man and um so my senior year of college um you know i got like a slap in the face um in a good way and uh yeah i encountered the the community and felt you know accepted amongst like the brokenness and amongst mm -hmm. like um you know all those failures and i found that the community too was able like it it like reminded me again of like my own desire to serve my own desire to to be a, a missionary right. and serve okay. God and the youth and you know what I mean? Certainly. Um, and a lot of that came alive once I found the community, you know, nice. but yeah. And that was until I'm 14 and yeah, that's ever since man has just been a road. Oh, of 2014. Road. Yeah. Right, 2014. Yeah. So I was like, you got out of college at 14. <laughs> like, yeah. 24. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's been a cool journey, you know, yeah. of growth and grace and awesome. Yeah, bro. But, yeah, that's kind of my. Cool. Yeah. Well, I it's grew on up the podcast now. Dang it! No, <laughs> I grew up with all the bees in Kansas. Bzz. Yeah, Brandenburg, Barberburg. So yeah, my parents killer bees. Parents divorced at a young age, and uh, I'm an only child. Yeah. So it's just me and mom's growing up, and mom, uh, thanks be to God, is a very committed yeah. and devoted Catholic, and yeah, great uh, prayer warrior. And a great servant of the church, and especially in the education field. So, yeah, growing up Catholic, I, I, I just went through the motions basically. Yeah. Um. So as soon as I got to college, um, I was done. Like right. I think I went to one mass like the first weekend, and I didn't go again for like two <laughs> and a half more years. It was or like something. the orientation mass. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, something yeah. was like. And I'm I met some people there, and I was like, all right, done. And, like, it wasn't even <laughs> conscious, like, yeah. but it was just, it was natural because I, there was no connection for me. Yeah. Like, I, I knew it, but I only went because my mom went. I didn't yeah. go because it meant something to me. Oh, I see, yeah. Which isn't bad. Like, take your kids to Mass, right? Because I had that implanted inside me, mm -hmm. and, and I had it to fall back on. But since there was no relationship, I had to build a relationship with God. And thanks be yeah. to God, I was at a, at a Catholic, you know, we have this uh, Benedictine graduate uh, history to our college time. I also That's went right. to a college run by the Benedictines, aptly named Benedictine College. Mm -hmm. So there, um, yeah, I saw the monks and their witness to prayer and fraternity. And I met really great friends and their witness uh, to prayer and good times without drugs and alcohol. And then I also had my good friends that from drugs and alcohol uh, meetings um, uh, hanging out. 
and they you know they also loved me for who i was and they Mm -hmm. were accepted me and they still are i'm still close to many of them um at least spiritually and when we talk you know we're just we're right back on it but yeah sort of that whole mix you know i finally came out of it um so in 2004 i graduated college in 2002 in 2004 was my calling to the priesthood mm-hmm. and then in 2007 i finally joined the uh 2007 was i got off uh, drugs and alcohol for good with the 12-step program yeah so that was a big part of my sobriety enabled me to finally discern rather than to react because mm. most of the time i had just been doing whatever was next or whatever was closest or whatever yeah. felt good at the moment or whatever so-and-so was doing. But with, with, uh, with the 12 step spirituality and sobriety in my life, I was really able to take a step back, you know, be intentional, take that time for discernment and, and then really act instead of react. Mm-hmm. So that was a great gift in my life. And then in 2009, I was accepted by the Capuchins. So yeah, my, my calling really came out of uh, out of asking God what God wanted me to do with my life, and through good friendships and drawing closer to God through those, and through prayer, uh, just spending time in prayer, either with Mary through the Rosary or through the statues, through praying, through praying to Mary in front of a statue or an image. Uh, also going to Eucharistic Adoration in Atchison, Kansas. There's a wonderful if you ever stop through. There's a wonderful 24-hour Eucharistic chapel there, mm. kind of right in between the campus and the parish that's on the edge of the campus there. So, Cool, man. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in there, and some really good friends introduced me to that and got me closer to God through that experience. Yeah. And then, yeah, once I've joined the Capuchins, it's just been a lot of, like, a continual, like, the onion metaphor, just peeling back masks that I had been wearing and yeah. peeling back. Mm-hmm. wounds that I didn't even know I had and, and letting them open to God and letting them be healed coming to accept myself more and more um, once that mask comes off it can be a little scary about yeah. who you are um, but yeah learning to accept that and love that in myself and also experiencing that acceptance from the brothers like when the brothers take me for who I am and experience me as I am and my brokenness and still um, still honor me, still respect me, still our brother to me. That's been a great source of healing. Yeah. And then this, the service that comes, I love doing ministry as a Capuchin. Um, I love, you know, wearing the habit in public. I love getting to talk to people. I love getting to pray for strangers. I love, I love getting to, uh, holler at beggars on the street corner. (laughs) The whole thing, man, it's just like, to represent God in that manner is just like, it makes my spine tingle, you know, it's it like does, incredible. Bro. It's like, we're friars, bro. Yeah. And there's that line, you know, that God chose the weak to, you know, to shame the strong, you know, and I'm definitely weak, but you know, definitely strong in him. So yeah. Yeah. Just a word of advice to, to anybody still seeking their vocation, you know, like a marriage is a vocation. Um, uh single life you know many people say can be a vocation obviously religious life and priesthood are vocations but a vocation is about giving yourself in love uh to the other and that may be a spouse or that may be god or that may be the church and the type of service but mm-hmm. yeah stay close uh to mary in some fashion um find some good friends that you can run towards christ with and uh spend time in prayer and and you won't be led astray
Yeah, amen, bro. Amen. Yeah, thank you, bro. But uh, God like, is good. I mean, I want to go. I want to, cause I feel like there's more. There's dude. always more. I feel like there's a lot more. We'll bro. save it for another podcast. No, bro. Yes, no. bro. Yes, bro. Yes, we both got meetings. Okay. Yeah, yeah we got it's meetings. cool. We have. We, we gotta have, keep them hungry, man. We got a minute. Can't and feed a half. them everything at once. You gotta. That's keep, true. Like little goldfish, just little. Bloop, yeah, bloop, just bloop. a little snack. Get too much. Y'all hungry? So yeah, tune in for more episodes. Brotherhood brother episodes. Up. We'll talk about our vocation stories more. Uh, hit us up on all our social media, and we're also you can email us at at the, the brotherhood at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. God bless. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're. You just listened to another episode of The Brotherhood. So we're checking out, guys. Checking out, peace.